What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and angst? Welcome to the Lactic Aster Podcast. I am your host, Dominique Smith. First and foremost, I want to wish everyone a happy new year. I hope you enjoyed the holiday season. Hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving, your Christmas, your New Year's, your Hanukkah, your Kwanzaa, everything that anyone celebrates. I hope it was a joyous and festive occasion. And I am excited about 2022 and what the year is going to bring. This is the first episode of the new year, and I am so pumped to introduce to you Kristen Dornboss, who is my guest for this episode. She is the founder and creator of the Paper Trails Greeting Card Company, and it is basically greeting cards for runners. And they're some of the most incredible cards that you'll ever come across. Her mission is truly remarkable, and there is no better way to kick off 2022 with lactic acid than to have her on as a guest. And I am so pumped for you guys to hear some of the things that we talked about and some of the things that she had to say. We talked about ableism in the sport, which was something that I didn't know about, that I was informed about. We talked about her humble beginnings, how she became a runner, what's life like as a business owner, we went through some surefire Q&A. We talked about the weather. It was an incredible conversation. And this is a part of a big feature that I'm doing on the Paper Trails Greeting Card Company, as well as Kristen. So this podcast obviously will be available, but go to lacticacid.org and you will find, or lacticacidpodcast.org, excuse me, and you'll find the written portion of the project as well. I'll be posting that on my social media, Dom Smith underscore news on Twitter, um, and then Lactic Acid Pod, Lactic Acid underscore pod, excuse me. Um, you can find it there as well. And also on Instagram at Lactic Acid with Dominic Smith. Definitely be sure to follow those and follow the Paper Trail Greeting Company social media. You can find it there, just Paper Trail Greeting Co. Um, and you can find that on Facebook as well as Instagram. A very happy new year to you. I am so excited for what the new year has to bring. I want to thank you guys so much for your support. We're continuing to grow. We're continuing to do great things. Definitely check out our YouTube channel, lacticacidpodcast.org. You're going to find some incredible things there as well. God bless you all, and I hope you enjoy the episode. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and ain'ts, and welcome to Lactic Acid, the podcast where the takes are fresh, the ideas are right, and that means we are the best in the bunch. I am your host, Dominique Smith, and before we go further, I hope everybody had a great holiday season. I hope that you stuffed yourself on Thanksgiving, that your Christmas was as lit as a Christmas tree, that your New Year's was happy, and that uh, for our friends who are you know, who celebrate Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. I hope and pray that you enjoyed the festive season as well. This is the first episode of the new year, 2022, and there is no better guest than the guest that I'm about to introduce. She is the owner of the Paper Trails Greeting Car Company. It is one of the premier car companies. In my opinion, it is the hallmark of greeting cards uh, for athletics. She is the jack of all trades. She's a fierce runner, a dog lover, 
business owner. And like I said, there's nobody better. I'm sitting in the presence of greatness. She is Kristen Dornbos. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? Hi, Dominic. That was such a like epic introduction. <laughs> thank you. Straight facts, straight facts. Really excited to have you on the show. And with Kristen, um, obviously, she's going to be a part of this podcast, but we're going to do a written feature on her that will be released the day that the podcast is released. So definitely check that out. Definitely check out um, her company. We're going to talk a little bit about that and you can read more about it. But I have to ask you what I ask just about everybody on the show when they come on. If you had to pick a superhero to describe you, I'm going to do this. One as a business owner, one as a runner. Who are you rolling with? Ooh, okay. Um, I have to admit, so I did listen to a couple of episodes, and so I knew that this question was coming. <laughs> but um, We can adjust I, if that helps. You know, I have never really seen any of the actual like superhero movies, so I'm not super familiar with any of the traditional superhero like Marvel storylines or any of that. But um, I guess if I had to pick a character who to me is like a superhero, um, I think Katniss Everdeen, like the girl from The Hunger Games, she's okay. like the the independent survivalist kind of like woman of the woods type. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. That. Yeah. That's she. Go ahead. She also has like a, um, a heart for the underdog and she is always, always seems to be rescuing all of the men in her life too. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That. Yeah. <laughs> okay well that's a very very detailed explanation i appreciate that uh is it bad that i've never seen the hunger games before yeah it's a cultural thing that i don't know i mean well, i mean i thought it was about like food and stuff like that and then people were like no no it's like survival it's like, uh, yeah I, I just live day to day you know that's it's like just a dystopian government thing it's fine you oh. don't have to see it <laughs> oh, okay we're, we're gonna avoid yeah it. Okay. So, so I like that answer though. I like that answer. I like that answer. One thing that excites me about Kristen and uh, one reason that I'm excited to share her company and her to the, well, to our world and at lactic acid um, is that she embodies the phrase kindness still matters, especially in a society and a culture culture that seems to shy away from it. But interestingly enough, um, you were not an athlete. You started out as a worship leader. You got, you know, your degree um, in worship, and now you're running marathons. You created your own marathon. I, I listened to, and and like you're out there balling and everything like that, which you know. I'm not going to say it gives hope for people like me because, you know, I run to like the refrigerator and stuff like that. So that's like, you know, daily exercise. But to go from like someone who doesn't have too much of an athletic background to mm -hmm. actually someone who is a competitive runner. Can you talk about that transition and just the love that you have of running? Yeah, well, I wouldn't see, say even like not much of an athletic background, but I would say 
no athletic background whatsoever. Like <laughs> I would like pat myself on the back in college for going to the gym, maybe like once or twice a week. I mean, I just, I did not do sports. I was not, not into it. So yeah, I mean, I didn't start running until I was 25 and it was a super unexpected thing. I was always way more into like the arts and music and all of that stuff. So yeah, worship leader turned runner, I guess, but, <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, it's funny. I went to a, um, private Christian school for like, Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Back in the, well, I say back in, I'm 27, but, but I've, feel like I'm 98 Mm -hmm. um gosh when I was in middle school and high school and stuff and so like being a worship leader was like a big deal and a big responsibility and it's just being in front of the audience and you're having to come up with everything it's just like yeah um so but it is you see like that's kind of your background have you always been you know that kind of creative mind you know, so to speak, because you have to have a level of creativity, you know, to, you know, be in worship, but obviously being in business, um, yeah. you know, you, you just look at your cards. It's, it's very, very unique. Have you always been that creative? Yeah. I mean, I've always been, um, I, I always kind of say like, like the jack of all trades, the master of none. <laughs> like <laughs> if you name any kind of creative anything, I've tried it and I've done it. And that's not to say that I'm an expert in all of it, but like, I have done music. I've done quilting. I've done, um, I don't know, songwriting and recording and art and graphic design and like everything under the sun. So it's not really outside of, I guess. Yeah. I mean, going from like worship leading to being a business owner doesn't really make a lot of sense. But if you think about it as like one creative thing to another, I guess you connect the dots a little bit better, but yeah. So why running? Ooh, um, I kind of fell into it when I was living in Alabama. I had moved there for um, a job that did not fit me very well. And um, I was going through just like a really dark time and I don't know what it was. I just kind of um, started running on the treadmill at my apartment complex, little like gym area. And I mean, at the time it was just sort of like a goal to chase and something to like, keep me busy and something to make me happy and look forward to every day and like, just see how far I could go. And I did not expect to fall in love with it. And I did not expect to still be doing it like five or six years later. So here I am. I don't know. I mean, running in different seasons has meant a lot of different things to me. And right now I think it's just something that gets me out of my head and into my body and helps me kind of overcome inertia and all of that good stuff. So, so that's, I live in Orlando. Um, Oh yeah. So for those listening, it is new year's Eve and Krista, you live in the state of Michigan. Yeah. Um, so it's, I, I heard in a previous episode, you lived in Alabama. So I made note of that. It is currently like 85 degrees outside. It is stupid. Oh, no, thank you. Shirt on. So you went from, you know, tea so sweet that it will give you hypertension and yep. incredibly humid weather 
to Antarctica. What was the mm-hmm. weather transition like? I mean, because the weather I, I, transition. Little, yeah, I'm a little envious because you know I would love to be a part of seasons. Yeah, um, not just a year-round heat stroke. Well, I grew up in Michigan. I'm from okay. here originally, and I mean, I went to college and was like, I'm never going back to Michigan. I'm I'm moving away, and it's like. <laughs> here I am. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was the bigger shock was not going from like the heat to the cold. The the biggest shock for me was going from like four seasons. You have a defined spring, summer, fall, winter to Alabama where it is like 90 degrees and a hundred percent humidity at 7am every day. It was terrible. I was right by the Gulf coast too. So I was like in mobile area so awful the weather there and the bugs the bugs are really bad oh yeah it's uh so right now is it's ladybug season so there's all there's a bug per capita when it yeah. comes to the seasons and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that so I, I thought that was interesting because that is a huge like that's 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 major <laughs> when it comes i know to climate i know it. yeah but, so you started paper trail greeting company you started it uh last year i believe you guys are a little Mm -hmm. the company is a little over one years old um you are a massage therapist um, Mm -hmm. which we need to thank the lord for them because they do (laughs) great work especially in heavy times of stress and so you started this creative design and um, you know, I'll post a few cards on my page because I've come across a few that I really, really love because <laughs> they're so <laughs> well done and the, the designs and just like all the quotes and, and all that stuff, you know, I'm not. A oh, real, thank you. I do the shop put and I coach, but oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's like you look at the card and it makes you want to run like almost and everything like that. Oh. So. <laughs> Started in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. which takes an insane amount of bravery and everything like that. What is it like being a business owner and what have you learned in this interesting season? I think that's the, that's the safe way to, uh, to put it because it's not ideal for anybody, um, but for you to do what you do and be so successful so far, um, is pretty incredible. Well, thank you. And I love that those cards make you want to run. Um, and I'm going to challenge you today, actually go run for five minutes <laughs> and maybe that's yes. Today, go run for did five I, minutes. Did you not hear that? I just told you it's hot outside and the humidity <laughs> okay. is lit. We wouldn't. Okay, so, I'll, I'll tell you what, there's a cold front moving through in a couple of days. Right. I promise you, I promise you. Pinky promise. I will, I will go run. I promise you. Um, this week, sometime run for five minutes, even if you have to walk for three minutes and then run for like 30 seconds and then like repeat that a bunch of times. But anyways, um, I think that, you know, the running community would be so, so, so glad to have you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, oh, business, uh, I'm really glad that I'm a year and a half into this and not still in the baby stages of having just started it. Like (laughs) 
starting a business takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of money. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. No. <laughs> About that money part, yes. <laughs> yeah, yep. And um, actually, no, I just I sent out a like a year-end kind of recap email to a bunch of my supporters and customers, and basically was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And one of the points that I included in there as a highlight was, you know, a year and a half later, I have finally broken even in this business and I've made it out of the red, so to speak. And I think that, you know like business owners don't like to talk about money, but if you're starting something, it's not gonna like be profitable right away. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It just means that that's the way it works and patience and time is key. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a big part of why I felt like such an imposter for so long is because like, I thought that I was doing it wrong. I was like, man, like I'm not making money yet. Like I created this business two months ago and I don't have a huge paycheck. Like, what am I doing wrong? I'm not doing anything wrong. Like (laughs) I'm not an imposter. I'm doing things the way that they're supposed to be done. And, um, yeah, I mean, now I'm busy enough that I'm too busy doing the actual thing to be thinking about how much of an imposter I am. So I guess maybe that, that struggle has sort of passed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really fulfilling. I love being my own boss. Um, and then, like you said, like creating a product that I'm really proud of. Um, that's super meaningful to me as well. And so, yeah, um, creating a brand from scratch and just getting to decide, like, this is what I'm about. And this is what matters to me as a company and as a person um, and being able to put my money behind that. It's awesome. It's, it's so funny to hear you say that, you know, you felt like an imposter because I mean it when I say it, the difference between you and Hallmark is that you're not doing Christmas movies um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for three months. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for the holidays. That would be that's, the worst. That's, yeah, that's, 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 only, that's the only difference. But I was, uh, I forgot who the guest was, but we were kind of talking about something similar. It could have, uh, I'm not even going to try to guess, but you find yourself comparing yourself to uh-huh. other people and other things and other businesses. Yeah. I hate to say, but you know, this show is, you know, obviously, you know, when people hear this, it's going to be January. And, uh, you know, I, I struggle with that, you know, especially, you know, you're trying to, you know, get sponsorships and trying to build an audience and everything like that. And it's like, Oh Lord, mm-hmm. am I, you know, I know you told me to do this, but you know, you don't see, you know, the profit and stuff like that. As someone who, who praise the Lord is out of the red. That is something we're celebrating. Cause that is <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. How do you push past the insecurities and what confidence have you gained throughout it all that, you know, to know that, you know, I'm on the right track, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter, you know, the journey of everyone else, because we all have our individual journeys um, that's made and it's made to shape us to be who we are to make an impact. Yeah. um, I mean, I've had a lot of really great business mentors um, in my life. I've had a lot of um, podcasters, not too different from yourself, who've really poured into me and, and encouraged me along the way. And, um, 
made it really clear that like, it's never going to be a one, one for one equation in terms of like the amount of time and effort you put in to like the, the dollar amount that you get out. And, um, you know, you're always in the beginning, at least you're going to be putting in way more time and energy than, you know, what, what you gain from it, um, in terms of growth or whatever. Um, and that's just the way that it works when you're starting something new, but, um, yeah, I just had so many people encouraging me that like, you will get through this and this is a season. And, um, yeah, I think having other business owners and other creators, content creators, podcasters, um, other, you know, people in the running world saying like, listen, you're, you're doing this. Like they were the ones that believed in me before I believed in myself. And, um, so yeah, I mean, just gosh, if you're starting something new, like get a mentor, have other people around you who are doing the same thing. Um, not because they're your competitors, but because you all are building each other up and encouraging one another in your own, in your own areas, you know? So that is, that's great advice. And I know it will be definitely received and appreciated. I want people to get to know the face behind the business, but not about the business. So I want you in your own words, I, I ask athletes, this people come on the show, you're an athlete, we're all runners and everything. And we'll get back. I had a couple specific questions, you know, that we talked about, but okay. who are you outside of the business? I know you have a dog that you adore, um, has more followers than a lot of people on Instagram and everything like that. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, tell the people <laughs> about who you are. Yeah. Um, I guess I, well, yes, I do have a dog. Um, I'm just like a super big heart <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, a very tender heart. I, um, I love my family a lot. I love my dog. I'm a runner. Um, I have, you know, some really close friendships that mean a lot to me. Um, you know, I try to put a lot of heart into everything that I do and I'm just, um, such an emotional person and I feel things really deeply. So <laughs> yes, um, like all a- of those things I could go on for an hour about how much I love them and what they mean to be. So yes, pick your Avenue and we will go there. <laughs> oh, you kind of see that like in what you do in your business, because, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess it's a pretty good segue, and I said it, you know, early on in the show, it seems like when you turn on the news and you go on social media and all this stuff, like everybody, I don't want to say everybody sucks, but you know, <laughs> people are like, you know, kind of mean, mm-hmm. just kind yeah. of inching towards like a mean world. And um, sometimes, you know, we talked about it oh my gosh. before. Uh, you said you had to take a break from posting, which I'm not going to lie to you. That is like, <laughs> it's, it's, it is tiring because you have to think about stuff to post. You have mm-hmm. to look at the timing of it and everything, but you open yeah. yourself up to so many different comments, so many different things and everything like that. But you embody the quote that, you know, I will always stand by is that kindness still matters. But why does that matter to you? Um, you know, I mean, I'll be super honest. I, I think, you know, if kindness doesn't matter to you, like what the F, 
but also, you know, I'm, a, I am very open in the, about the fact that I am a Christian and like kindness is a part of how I live out my faith. Like kindness is love in action. And it's not just about not being mean to other people. It's about asserting yourself in a, a way that benefits another person. And I don't know, to me, that is something that goes against my nature. Like I'm, I'm not the type of person to assert myself. I'm not the type of person to, um, speak unless I'm spoken to (laughs) type of thing. And, um, so for me, I think kindness is a huge, uh, part of my like personal growth and, um, just the way that I personally am trying to live a little bit more like Jesus. And I know that that sounds trite, but like, that's, that's what it's, to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not here to like preach religion to anybody, but, um, you know, I just, I think that it's super important to um, be kind to others and, um, that kind of works its way into every aspect of my life. And so, yeah, if I'm starting a business, um, I want it to be centered around kindness and, um, loving other people and, your cards, you know, make a uh, ex football player slash shot putter weightlifter like me feel <laughs> like I don't say like I'm a superstar. Uh, oh, <laughs> I will say this: my my biggest running accomplishment was I ran one mile without stopping, which was like yeah, big deal. I was in so much pain, but you know. <laughs> But it's like, you know, you, you read, you know, one of your cards and it's like, Mr. Rogers is like encouraging. Oh, I love Mr. Rogers. Uh, oh. Rip. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you, you see that in the cards, you know, and, and, and everything that you do. And I wish I had, I'll be honest, I'm not that good at technology, <laughs> so I can't like. <laughs> over like overview the cards as overlap a lot okay the cards and stuff obviously I'm yeah like, but um i don't know it's just like when i came across it i'm like oh dang you know i need to go find a treadmill and run you know i feel like i can do this and then you you know you read more about it and then yeah. it's something i don't know like i said it's something that feels like everyone is a part of like this big happy family you know whether you're mm-hmm race walker or you know a couch potato or you know america so for like a gold medalist and stuff like that was that the aim when you started your business because you feel the kindness Mm -hmm. in what you write and how it's displayed from an outsider's point of view yeah no and i love that so much because like that's exactly what it's all about right and so um i have this little like tagline that i put on everything and it says every runner deserves to be celebrated. Every runner belongs. And I'm, I just, that's like the main thing that I want to come back to all the time is, you know, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or what level you're at in running. Like if you run, you, you belong and you deserve to be celebrated. And maybe I should, maybe I should make a mile card because maybe there are some runners who just do a mile, you know? Um, but that's exactly like the point that I'm going for. Um, and it just, it makes me really happy that that's what comes across to you at least. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and so, like I said, it's, it's, I've, I've, you see this in Hallmark cards. And I think what I like about it the most, and obviously in the, you know, as we're talking, um, it's not forced, you know, it's not, you know, you can tell when somebody's trying too hard, but it's like, like genuinely care. It's like, oh my God, somebody cares about me and, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, that's, that's one of the things why I don't know. You just don't see that <laughs> even, you know, just in the running community from what I've seen, um, you know, everybody has mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, you should want to have, you know, a mindset of self-improvement. Um, because the best ability of the best ability is availability and stuff like that. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be available, you know, to be kind and, you know, and help someone else, but in the running community, you know, since you are a, well, I'll say you're a professional runner, because I mean, if (laughs) if you're, listen, no amateur (laughs) marathons by themselves and running. So as a pro, I, okay, I haven't seen it. So as a pro, you know, runner who is out there balling on these running streets, what are some of the things that you would like to see change in the running community? Oh, man, you ready to go there? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, in the last year, I've been really um, starting to kind of find my voice about like ableism in our sport and advocating for um, runners with disabilities and in ways that are large and small. And yeah, I don't need to like go into my own story and my own health crap, like in detail or anything. Um, there's a lot of other podcasts where you can find those stories, but, um, there's just not a ton of people talking about it. And so I'm going to be that person that's loud and annoying and starting to like educate runners about disability and, um, you know, ableism and, and bring that, that conversation into our sport. Um, because, you know, I think there's a misconception, um, among runners and everyday runners and professional runners alike that you're either like this super healthy, able-bodied person, or, you know, you're, if you're not, you're, you're a Paralympian. Right. And that's not, you know, like there's no real in between in people's minds. And I think that people don't realize that like there are disabled people who are runners and there are people in every running community with disabilities of all kinds. Right. And we're not some mythical creatures that don't exist. We're out here. We exist. And um, yeah, just bringing that conversation into the running community, I think, is really important to me right now. Well, can I ask you a few more questions about that? Because I, I, yeah. have, I have never. That's the first time I've heard that, to be honest with you. Um, and that is very. I think why maybe it like pinched a nerve because like as a minority in a totally different, you know, we minority mm-hmm. deal with different things. Women deal with different things, mm-hmm. um, you know, that are, you know, similar where you are labeled. You, it's kind of clickish. You fit this, you fit one mold or you fit this mold and there's mm-hmm. not enough room to be yourself. Do you find that it's just a uh, ignorance on the part of people or is that kind of 
kind of the running spear because it sounds that's a very elitist mentality to take like okay well if you aren't this then go run with the Paralympians and stuff like that right like they are you know cast off like there's something wrong with them when reality a lot of Paralympians are faster than healthy people heck yeah yeah oh my gosh like there are disabled athletes who are doing incredible things that I, that blow my mind and I can't even fathom like how talented they are. Anyways, I don't know. I don't really fully know the answer to that question, except, you know, running is a very physical sport. And when you're talking about physical ability, uh, maybe that's partially why it's harder for people to understand that you can be a runner and an athlete and, a good runner and a powerful athlete and also have a disability. Um, and you know, there's also just all across the spectrum, right? It's not disability is, is not this black and white. Um, you, you have to fit one mold or the other. I mean, it's very much, there is no one set look, there is no one experience and, um, you know, there's an entire, spectrum of ability within that. So I don't know. I mean, I just want to talk about it and I just want to get people um, thinking about it in a different way and starting to realize that like, okay, like this, this is part of, you know, I love talking about diversity and I love that the running community is so diverse. And like, I just, I just want that disability to be like part of that conversation. One thing that I'll be honest with you, I found, especially, I don't want to say this year, I, I went to a conference, uh, oh Lord, 2018 or whatever the case might be. It was a journalism conference and I was in college and got a chance to go. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with this, uh, she was an anchor, but she was a keynote speaker. And I said, you know, the word diversity, it covers so much ground. It covers what you're talking about. It covers racial mm-hmm. you know, diversity, you know, um, you know, equality and all that stuff. The two words that are starting to drive me crazy because they're, 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 they become empty words to me are equality and diversity. Because I told her, I don't want you to hire me because I'm black. I want you to hire me because I'm good at what I do. And everybody has an opportunity. And it kind of seems mm-hmm. like, and I, I don't, you know, it's just like, okay, well, diversity, let's just go, you know, get somebody who has, you know, who may not be a hundred percent physically and let's put them in a race and oh, we'll cheer for them. But the same issue still stands. Mm-hmm. How do we go forward? This issue that you're referring to, which is a major issue, which is unnecessary and it's very disappointing to hear how do we fix that obviously you know i these are thousands of conversations that have to happen these are thousands of ideas you know that have to happen but to truly move forward how do we fix it because to me it's not enough to to say oh i'm aware of the problem you actually have to care Mm -hmm. you know about yeah yeah um i mean so oof the, the thing that you're describing, the problem that you're describing, I would say that that, that has a name and it has a word and that word is ableism, right? 
And um, I, I think that the language that we use really matters. Um, I think that, you know, people can't fix something that they don't know is there and people can't be aware of a problem that, um, you know, doesn't have a name. And so I think, yeah, just educating people on what, what is ableism and how do we start to break that down in our sport? And like you said, that's a thousand different conversations. Um, but you know, there's, there's things that I'm trying to, um, get at in the way that I post on my own social media, like my personal stuff. And then there's stuff that I post about on paper trails about ableism and about disability and running. And gosh, I just try to be really honest about it. I try to, um, take what I have learned about disability and apply that, that to, you know, the running world. Um, so, I mean, for instance, there's a lot of um, economic in- inequality for people who are disabled, and that is true in the running world as well. I mean, you think about sponsorships, you think about the money that gets poured into athletes who are sponsored by different clothing brands and shoe brands. You think about the money that get- gets poured into um, the Olympics versus the Paralympics. Um, you know, you think about the, uh, prize purse money at a major marathon, right? Like the winner of the open division gets whatever, you know, a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. And the wheelchair athlete winner gets uh, $5,000, 15, you know, something like that. And so all of these different issues that, um, apply to the world in general, uh, when it comes to disability, I think still stand true for our sport and taking that same, um, language and those same concepts and those same, um, words, um, that word of, of like ableism and just calling it what it is and saying, no, that in our sport, that's, that's ableism showing up, um, in, in a more specific context. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Like I said, this yeah. is, I hate to say this, it's, it's I guess it's just, it's ignorance on my part. I've never heard of that word before until today. Uh, and that's, you know, like we're all just learning. We're all, we learn, we learn by making mistakes. We learn by um, learning things that we didn't know before. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I, I do yeah. appreciate that, you know, education lesson. Um, and it's so weird how it kind of, goes back there's so many issues because you know you can see it in so many different things you know like you were saying um but it's really cool that you're you know leading the charge and you know hopefully you know change comes you know quick fast and in a hurry uh because i'd imagine it, it, it presents like a lonely feeling because you seem ostracized um, and I can only speak from my point of view, um, from based on what I, you know, understand on it, not, you know, telling anyone how to feel, but hmm. um, yeah, that can create, uh, it seems that can create a really uh, not good feeling. Um, were you going to say something? Yeah, I mean, I don't, um, I don't feel like I'm necessarily the one leading the charge here. And I don't feel like I'm speaking for anybody. I just feel like, um, you know, there are lots of, uh, like, 
really talented disabled athletes and, and Paralympians and, and people who've been, you know, speaking out about this for a long time. And so I just feel like I'm kind of one voice joining the choir here. Um, but maybe, maybe it's that, you know, you're connecting with me, uh, for the first time and that I am personally kind of your entry point into this conversation. And like, that's what it's about for me. So, yeah, each one, I don't think there's any, like any shame in that. That's fine. Each one reached yeah. out. Like, I can dig mm-hmm. it. I am better for it from hearing about it. How has yeah. your faith impacted you on this journey? <laughs> um, I'm still kind of working all of that out. <laughs> I won't, I won't lie. Like 2020 and 2021 have sort of, it's not that I've deconstructed as a Christian, but like definitely sort of peeling back the layers of some of the cultural um, Christianese kind of like evangelical, uh, things that are sort of superfluous to like what my faith is actually, actually is. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of reconstructing what that looks like. And, um, you, you know, I think that at the end of the day, it's all about love. It's all about loving God. It's all about loving, loving other people. And so like, I'm just trying to do the best that I can at all of that. And so, yeah, I mean, my, my business, um, is a part of that. And what I do in the running community is a part of that. Um, you know, what does that look like? And can I make any sense of it? That's, that's to be determined, (laughs) but I mean, it's a day by day process. Um, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, day by day, sweet Jesus. Um, and everything, I mean, it's, it just seems, you know, like I said, you have to have – the best quote I've heard was, faith is not with your feelings. It was by Dr. Tony Evans. It's not with your feelings. It's with your feet. So yeah. outsider's point of view, you had to have some mustard seed faith to get something off, but not only get something off as far as, you know, running, but then this greeting card, you know, business, but to maintain it, um, which is really, really inspiring. <laughs> Especially when it's like, well, why would you do this in the middle of a pandemic when money's not coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and this, that, yep. and stuff like that. So, we have reached the end of the Q. Well, I'm not going to say Q and A, but this is the last segment of the podcast. I like to call it. All right. Down the home stretch. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Yes. This is the time where you definitely feel the lactic acid kicking in. So I'm going to ask <laughs> you some rapid fire questions. Let's go. And if you do not answer them quick, fast, in a hurry, it's okay. No one does. All right. Um, and it's all good. Answer them to the best of your ability. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a food to live with and live without, what are they going to be? Just one food for the rest of my life. To live, to eat forever, and then one that you had to get rid of. Can I pick a food group? Okay. Can I say carbs? Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Spoken Uh, like a true runner. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that is is a running answer. That's why I said she's a professional, because that is a professional (laughs) running answer, if I've ever heard it. Yeah, Um, something to live without. Um, red meat can't do it 
Really? Yeah, I just can't. And part of that is just that it does terrible things to me, but um, I've never been a fan. I mean, ugh, I can't stand like the smell of a steak cooking. I just can't do it. I know it's like really weird, but. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. That, listen, that is okay. We, we, we do not discriminate on this show. If you can't eat a nice juicy steak or a hamburger, that is okay. I'll give it to you. How about that? It's free. Yeah, of course. Um, last television show that you binge watch? Um, only Murders in the Building. Okay. Uh, yeah. You had to. It was okay. It was cute. Only Murders in the Building was cute. Kind of. I don't know. Okay. I, again, we don't judge. We don't discriminate. It's like a little dramedy. It's, uh, you know, Selena Gomez and it's set in New York and it's this... unlikely friendships. And Oh, well, listen, I'm thinking somebody got shot. So I didn't think it was like yeah. a funny. I mean, um, but it is. But whatever. <laughs> listen, is, is it on like a streaming service or because I've never heard of this. Um, it's on Hulu. Yeah. It's Hulu. Okay. I, yeah. I will... I'm not gonna make that a promise to say I'm gonna okay. everything. Right. If you yeah, have to pick an, pick an actress to portray you, portray your life in a film, who are you rolling with? Ooh, um, definitely Emma Watson, the girl that played Hermione in the Harry Potter series. Okay. Um, I just think that we look alike. I get that a lot from random people, but okay. kind of my doppelganger. <laughs> Watson. I can see it. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see it a little bit. Okay. What is your dream location to run at? My dream location to run at? Um, Trail or something like that. I, I've always wanted to run the Reykjavik Marathon in Iceland. Oh. Yeah, it would be really cool. Um, I visited there, I think, in 2011. And so I thought it would be awesome to go back and run a marathon. But yeah. Okay. If you had to have someone narrate your life, who are you rolling with? Oh, I don't even know. Um, I do think that Barack Obama has a very soothing voice. Um, <laughs> I listened to his book on audiobook, and it was almost put me to sleep because he's just so <laughs> he's so fatherly. <laughs> it's adorable. So yeah, Barack Obama. Okay, I don't have a good invitation for him. Okay. <laughs> there was a theme song that described your life. Well, let me, if there's a song that you would use as a theme to describe your life, what would it be? Um, oh my gosh. Something by Taylor Swift, for sure. Uh, so are we talking maybe, for Taylor Swift when she's talking about her boyfriends or Taylor Swift when she's like uh, just feeling 22 Taylor Swift? Yeah, I mean, I don't discriminate. I'm an equal opportunity Taylor Swift listener. Okay. So I will listen to all of it. But I, I was thinking more along the lines of like, shake it off, you know, like, F the haters. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do my thing and be me and shake it off. <laughs> I like that. that that's a yeah. good motto for business, too. Yes. And everything like that. I like that. That's very inspiring. What is a trend that you wish would come back and a trend that you wish would go away? 
I wish that Crocs would go away forever. Somebody pray. Burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> pray. Um, a trend that I wish would come back. I do. I still love my skinny jeans, and I'm not giving them up. And I know that they are out officially, according to Gen Z. So, <laughs> I wish that the skinny jeans would come back. And uh, yeah, that's right. We're technically millennials. Okay. I know. Gen I know. It makes me feel old. <laughs> Gen Z joining. Oh, and happy belated birthday, Kristen is was another year older, and so we wish. Oh, thank you for <laughs> existence on this planet. Just a couple more. What okay. is, oh, you know, I love it when the mind draws blank. Okay. Favorite season? Fall, for sure. I can dig that. Best yeah. to do in Michigan? Ooh, probably go to Lake Michigan, to the beach. Um, definitely in the summer. You got to go in the summer. Okay. Um, okay. Last two. Dream vacation. Dream vacation. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge traveler. Um, I would love to go to Europe. I would love to see Spain and France. <laughs> so I, I have one more and then I have a bonus. Spike okay. hot take to begin 2022 that will not get you canceled. Can you repeat that? Sorry. Spice. You like cut out for a second. Oh, okay. My bad. Spiciest hot take in 2022 that will not get you canceled. Ooh. Spiciest hot take is that uh, moms are not the only ones in the world who are allowed to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the, the videos that people post on Instagram and they say, you don't know tired until you've had kids. And I say, you are not entitled to be tired. You're not the only person in the world entitled to be tired just because you're a mom. I'm sure that being a mom is very tiring. I'm sure that it is its own kind of special tiredness. But, um, you know, being tired is just a human thing and you can't hold other people to like, inhumane standards just because you think that you're somehow special so can we add <laughs> who came up with that video <laughs> uh, and i have to say this the person probably said that hasn't is not a business owner <laughs> like that or uh, or has any kind of like chronic illness or disability or you know anything like that too you know it, it's like safe to say that they're not about that life and stuff yeah like takes a special yeah. person to do that last mm -hmm. question what is the change that you wish to see in the year 2022 um all right i'm gonna i'm gonna are, are you talking like big picture or something very specific? Whatever. What are we talking here? It doesn't matter. The change I wish to see in 2022. It could, be, it could be big picture. It could be running. It could be business. It could be whatever is like on your heart. All right. Um, big picture. I would love to see less um, 
bickering politically on social media. Uh, I think it gets a little out of hand sometimes. And I think that, you know, we're all entitled to our opinions, but we don't need to necessarily be dunking on one another all the time, constantly, uh, because it just adds to like that polarization. Um, that's so that's big picture. And then um, one super specific thing that I am really hoping to see, um, I kind of touched on this earlier and um, the major marathons. I want to see them giving equal prize money to wheelchair and para athletes. I want to see them paying the first people across the line the same amount that they pay, you know, able-bodied runners. And so can't really talk it super in detail about what's coming with that, but um, oh. I definitely have some plans up my sleeve. And okay. um, it is just one very specific, actionable goal that I'm going to go after. So um, yeah, that matters I, to me. I am so pumped to see those plans fulfilled in the future. I tried to tell y'all Kristen was like <laughs> a big deal uh, when she came on the show. So Oh my gosh. I need you to plug uh, Paper Trails Green and Company real quick. Tell us where we can find you. Um, and yeah, whatever you want to say. I want you to have the last word. All right. Well, Paper Trails Green and Company is all about just celebrating every runner. And I believe that every runner deserves to be celebrated and every runner belongs. So send some greeting cards to your runner friends. I think the best way to uh, feel like you belong is to show other people that they do too and welcome them in. So um, you can go to papertrailsgreetycode.com and you can buy cards there, or you can just go to my Instagram. It is at papertrailsgreetingco. And there's like the whole little, you know, shop link there that um, can send you to, you know, purchase greeting cards or just, you know, follow along and um, see what's going on there. Yes. And if you buy a greeting card, Post it on Instagram for the world so that they can see. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you saw that story. I sure did. Like, two, yeah. like uh, about 30 minutes ago or whatever the case might be. Definitely that. Cool. Kristen, there was no better way to kick off 20, 2022 than to have you on the show. Thank you for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule uh, to come on the Lactic Acid Podcast. Please be sure to follow her, like she said, on um, Instagram. Definitely follow her adventures there. You can definitely see the post and the new things that she's coming up with, the new ideas that she has, and the big news that she low-key broke, um, but <laughs> it's something to be excited <laughs> about in the future. But that's going to end it for this episode. Thank you all so much for your support. Remember, you can go on lacticacidpodcast.org. You can find all the latest episodes and articles there, including this exclusive interview um, with Kristen, it will be both an article and a podcast, so uh, stay tuned for that. Follow us on Twitter, lactic acid underscore pod, on Instagram, lactic acid pod, or lactic acid with Dominique Smith, and our YouTube page, the lactic acid podcast with Dominique Smith. And be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Thank you so much, and we will catch you next time.